This is episode 144 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we're talking about creating a launch map. What's included? What do you have to figure out? What goes into a launch map and why it's so important? Hi, I'm Ann Samoyloff, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about creating a map, not just any old map, but your map for your next product launch, your next promotion, your next big project that might lead to your launch. So lately, I've been hearing, seeing the word map used a lot. And I think this isn't by accident. I think that people are really ready to embrace this idea that there has to be a bigger picture. It's not just a straight line or a checkbox from from step one to step 10. There is a bigger picture and people want to know what that is. People are tired of only understanding bits and pieces of what it means to set up a Facebook ad, create a webinar. People want the bigger picture of the process. So today I figured, you know what I'm going to do? I I have a class that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. I will tell you about that at the end. It's something that I do every June, or I have been doing for the last couple of Junes. And it is actually about creating a launch map. And I think that is I think that important before we even get to, let's create our launch map, because that sounds really cool. Let's get to it, right? We really need to know why it's important. Okay, so I just kind of gave you a hint before. So first, the reason why launch mapping out your launch is because it really does give you a complete picture of expectations, of the scope of the project, of what you're going to have to complete, of what is needed to pull off the project in the way that you want to pull it off. A map gives you a direction to move in. Now, important about this map, and I always like to remind people of this, Just because you create a map doesn't mean you can't change or plot your course differently if you discover something along the way. This is really an important piece that you want to be flexible enough to change up your map, change your route. This is something that I feel like I've always just done naturally because you can't get too rigid when you're planning, but also about two years ago now, when I first took Todd Herman's 90-day year, and I think around that time I was reading the, there were a few books I was reading on project management and how to get projects done. Um, Scrum, I think, um, agile project management. These are all things. Actually, I, I think I was even hearing from a neighbor who was a bridge engineer that they would 
they would design and then build, and then they would design and then build a little bit more. They they did have the overall idea of what they were, of the bridge, let's say, that they were building, but in order to make sure that they didn't hit any un planned for things, they would only design really fully flesh out the design for a certain period of the bridge, like a certain distance of the bridge. Then they would build it, they would assess, they would keep going. It's kind of like what Todd does in the 90-day year with introducing sprints. And I think that sprinting, it's so funny because I feel like everybody just kind of jumped on the sprint bandwagon, which is great. I love it because I feel like it works. So many different uh, high-tech industries are using that to push their projects forward. And I think more people now have embraced that just offline, online, because it just makes sense to to work, set a specific set of goals, work to a specific point, and then reassess, test, and then reassess, and then keep going for another couple of weeks or another couple of weeks. My husband works in the video game industry, and they work on sprints. Um, I'm not sure if his current project is working that way, because it really does depend on the person who's leading the project. But in the past, they worked on sprints so much that they were numbered. Sprint one, one, two, three, four, five. And I always laughed at him because he would keep doing these sprints. And I'm like, well, when you're really sprinting, let's say as a physical human being, don't you have to stop, catch your breath, and then sprint again? So that was my little like kind of disconnect with exactly how they were implementing this whole idea. But regardless, the map gives you that big picture so that you can do these smaller chunked out pieces of the process, but you'll always have a really clear view of where you're going. So in a map, what is included? And that's really what we're going to spend most of our time on today. And then I'm going to, like I said, at the end, I'm going to tell you more about the class that I'll be teaching and that I generally do live only once a year. And if you join it throughout the year, sure, that's great. But you don't get to ask questions. You don't get to be part of that um, that live experience, which really is a way to carve out time to create your map because that's that's kind of one of those things that people don't tell you about. People are partially mapping out their promotions and their launches and their campaigns all the time, and that's not a great place to be. So having a built-in way to map out your launch completely and then stand back and say, okay, does this work? Does this feel like it includes everything I want it to include? That's important. So we'll get to that at the end. So there are about... About seven things that I want to share with you today, maybe just six because I combined two, but about six things that are involved in a launch map. And now, by the way, this can expand. It really depends on what your launch is and the things that you're planning to do in your launch. Um, and actually, that's one of them. What's in your What's in your launch map? It's the scope of your project. It's what you want to have happen during the project. What your what Not even your expectations, but is it going to be a, a challenge style launch? Is it going to be a webinar style launch? Is it Is it going to have a hybrid, um, multiple elements of different marketing strategy styles launch? Is it going to be Facebook ads, webinars, and a challenge? Um, is it just going to be Facebook Lives and some Facebook ads? It's up to you to really define 
like your ideal scope, what you would love your launch to just look like from the outside, but also then to stand back and say, well, is that scope actually possible? We'll get, we get into the talk about scope in the class, so I won't go too much into that, but it's always good to just kind of lay it all out. Like, what do you want your launch to look like? The next piece to a launch map actually includes setting your target, your goals. And I always say targets because you know, I have a love-hate relationship with goals, but really just what's your what's your end target? What are you trying to hit with this launch? Is it something that's not related to money or something not related to some metric? Are you looking for, maybe your metric is you want to enroll 25 people that are going to give you case studies and testimonials for your bigger paid launch. Who knows? And for me, let's say recently I did a ninja beta launch, really, and I asked people to apply to be part of that member, that that beta, and I chose 17 people. Now, my goal was find to, my goal was actually, my metric was try to find 15 to 20 people, but 17, just that's the number I landed on. That felt right. And it really was difficult writing back to everybody else and telling them uh, what that they were not chosen, basically. So my target was choose 15 to 17, 15 to 20 of the best people. And now part of my target for that launch is going to be to put them through the process of this brand new course, which is exciting. Um, So that when I do launch it for reals again, then there will be that social proof. I'll be able to improve the program. I'll be able to uh, do a lot more with with this beta, knowing that I've hit that target of those 17 people. I've got other mini targets that I'm pushing for myself, but I had to even set a target for something that I'm, I just chose these people to, to work with me for the next uh, six or so weeks. So what is your target? Are, is your target a number of people? Is your target a number of of sales? Is it a sales number? Is it, what is it? Is it a, is it traffic? Is it a conversion rate? Now we won't go into these in detail, but target can mean many different things to you. It doesn't have to be money related, but generally if we're speaking about a launch, we are speaking about money. All right. So number three in this launch mapping, what are these ingredients? What are the elements that really need to be accounted for in your map that you have to put into your map? The biggest one for those of us who are doing their businesses online are is actually the tech. If you have Facebook ads, if you have web pages, if you plan on having people opt in or buy, and you're going to send them communication, and you're going to be managing your to-dos even, These all require different systems, different tools, different processes, and generally there's a tech piece associated with every single one, even down to the way you communicate with your team. So it's important to understand what those pieces are. And this specific one is something that I talk about a lot. Oh, and analytics. How dare I forget analytics? And setting that up to make sure that you're actually tracking what's happening happening during your launch. This piece is something that is definitely a big 
part of what I teach inside Fearless Launching because I think a lot of people go into a new strategy. They're excited about something like messenger bots or or Instagram stories or whatever the case is, whatever your new thing is for you, because that might be different for every single person. But you will need (laughs) to understand there's an underlying kind of tech systematic approach that you need to have to your launch. And these are pieces that will impact other pieces. So that's why I have a systems that sell your launch module, because it's not just the tech. It's actually how the tech talks to one another, how the how the tech can impact your team, your ability to communicate with people on your team or your partners and all, all of these people and to track what's going on in the launch. But I, I'm going to call it tech in this situation. So you're going to need to understand what tech is going to be involved in your launch. And next up, even though it technically is it is a system, I wanted to include it on its own because I do think your communication, what you're going to be communicating and when needs to be front and center on your launch. And you won't know that until you know what you're actually communicating about. So that's another that's another kind of step back, but if you know you've got you're going to run Facebook ads and a webinar, then you know you're going to need to invite people multiple different ways. You're going to need to, you're going to need to, I don't know, do some promotion, create a Facebook ad and have maybe a sequence of emails that gets delivered to people who do sign up, maybe to the people who haven't signed up yet, you're going to be sending those things. Even just for that, I don't want to call it a simple, but that simplistic approach to a launch, even if you don't even use Facebook ads, there's still communication as a big piece in the whole puzzle. This is actually what we're focusing. There's at least one time during every episode where I kind of make up a weird word or speak in a different tense. And I'm always like, huh, that's interesting, Anne. (laughs) But communication, that piece alone is what we're doing, we're we're covering inside the beta, what we're going to be going through piece by piece by piece in the beta, because it is such a big topic. But I think that you can at least rough out and get a rough idea of what you're going to need to create in terms of your communication when you're mapping out your launch, when communication has to go out roughly. And remember, we're not talking the detailed micro movements of your of your key, your fingers on your keyboard. We're just gonna we're just talking about the general. Here's when the invites go out. Here's when the deadline inc- the price increases, that kind of stuff. And related to communication, which I'm calling this a separate thing in itself as well, which is which it's num I'm calling it number, what was this? Number four. Five. So we've got scope, target, tech, communication, number four. Number five, you have to know when the events of your launch are going to be happening. Now, that doesn't just mean the free call, the free Facebook lives, the free webinar, the free challenge. Those are important to include, but they might also include things like I mentioned in the communication, about communication. You need to know when doors close, when prices increase, when a new payment plan is being added, what you're doing, what you're sending out or what you're maybe offering after the launch, if you're gonna offer something 
after the main part of your launch. So events, understanding what's going to happen when. When is the first video coming out? When is the second video coming out? So these are things you also want to take a peek at and include in your launch. Um, Now, I'm glossing over these, but I really just want you to kind of get the idea that there's a bunch of different things behind justice besides just a schedule when it comes to mapping out your launch. The next one, which would be number six, is partners. Will you have partners? We spend a whole module in Fearless Launching on partners as well, just because it is such a specific uh, approach to launching. You don't need partners to launch, but they can certainly amplify your voice if you choose the right partners and you support them in the right way. So partners can be part of this map. And partners, this is the other thing too, I almost didn't say it and I almost forgot. Partners aren't necessarily just the people who are promoting you in their emails to their email list. They're not just affiliates. They could be your team. They could be your they could be your family. They could be other people who are helping you with this launch. So who are the people who are really partnering with you to make sure this launch goes off at, without without as many hitches as possible because we like to decrease those 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 kind of those little mistakes, flubs, whatever you want to call them, hiccups. So next up, you need to include time and space and details on testing. Testing really should probably go with tech, but it's not just that. It's really looking not just from a does this work standpoint, but does this make sense? When someone lands on this page, what are they thinking? Does this look right? Does this is the design what I wanted it to be? Is the experience from start to finish what I wanted it to be? Um, if you're kind of hearing me now, you're like, "Wow, I don't have time to do that right before I open the open the doors." Well, you should make time because <laughs> making time for this ensures that people have a link to go to and they're going to arrive and be be excited to join whatever it is or buy whatever it is or work with you in whatever way you're presenting to them. So testing, think about that as a, you know, down and dirty basics, does this link work? Are there typos to what's the experience here? Do we really even need this step? What's what's not working for me about this? And those things, I think that as much as you probably want to have somebody else test your sales process and your your whole process of your launch, you should do it yourself so that you kind of walk through it. And I think the more often we are able to step into the shoes of our ideal customer, of the person we're imagining at least going through the pages, the better. I think the more often you can do that, the better just watched the intern on a flight yesterday and I was watching Anne Hathaway. She plays the boss of this startup and she was working in customer service. She was making it right for these people who received the wrong bridesmaids dresses, which I thought was hilarious. But I I loved her approach. She took pictures of the, she ordered, she ordered, okay, so here's actually how she tested the sales process. 
She ordered something from her own site, had it delivered to her house, and opened it up, took a picture of how the box looked inside that wasn't really great. It was a little bit messy. It wasn't up to her standard. And then that same day, she went to the shipping company and kind of gave them a little of attention, but in a very sweet way. But that's what you have to do to really make sure that sometimes it's not just, oh, okay, there's no mistakes. We're good to go. But there has to be an experiential piece to it where you actually care how it feels going through it. And the last one that I think really needs to be on your to-do list, this is something that I'm I'm actually working on a project right now that this is what we're focused on, okay? This is exactly what we're focused on, and that is the actual delivery, I find that too many launches focus on the launch experience. And then once you get into the program, most everything looks okay. I mean, I haven't had any horrible experiences, but something is missing sometimes. And all of a sudden, the person feels like they disappear. I may have done that. And now I'm trying to get better at that as well, at this delivery piece. And I think we owe it to our customers. If we're going to lure them in or whatever you want to call it in the most, I know that sounds negative, but you know, it's just like attracting a mate and a mate. That sounds so horrible. Oh my gosh. It's just like attracting a boyfriend or a girlfriend before you're married uh, and you aren't who you really are. You're, you put your best foot forward, but then you can't keep it up. It's one thing if you put your best foot forward and then you're like, wow, I feel so much better being this way and this is this is me. But often I've seen people who basically don't pretend, they really do try to put their best foot forward, but then the delivery is underwhelming. So think about delivering right away so that people, especially in that window, the couple of weeks when they first get into working with you, that they're like, yeah, I bought this. This was such a good investment. You want to make people feel that right away and give them that comfort right away. So we just went through, I think they were seven, but there could have been eight. I don't know. I have like some chicken scratchings on this piece of paper here, which is probably not a good thing. And I swear I'm not going to scan this and send this to my assistant. I think I will literally uh, need to rewrite this for her because there's no way anyone could tell what this is. Anyways, so let's just, I'm going to pop through these one more time. So one is the scope of your project. Number two, what's your target? What are you reaching for in this? Number three, the tech. Number four, communications. Number five, events. What's happening? Number six, partners. Number seven, testing. And number eight, which really isn't part of the launch, but should be. And that is the delivery of whatever it is you that someone has purchased, someone has signed up for. Now, out of this comes a much more granular micro to-do list, daily to-do list. It's not just eight things and we're good to go. I think this is the beginning of the conversation. You got to do this mapping process six to eight weeks out from your launch, if not more, it depends on your audience. It depends on if you've launched the thing before, if you are 
if you're new to business, if you're working alone. So there are lots of variables, but six to eight weeks gives you a lot more time than most people take to map out what you're planning to do for your launch. Um, One of the things that we're going to start talking about, and we start our live classes for my beta in July, is defining what you're going to communicate in your launch well in advance. And the reason, actually, it's the same reason you would create a launch map. It's because something happens during the launch to you internally. And maybe it doesn't happen to everybody, but it happens to people who are just launching for the first time. It happens It it may happen if you're just not feeling as confident as you want to. It may be that you have been at this for years and so you're still in that slug. It really depends on your, there's a lot of it depends, but what can really easily happen during a launch is you will have a, have like a, I just use the word hiccup, but a hiccup in yourself internally where all of a sudden you're question you question what you're doing it's or you're feeling like depressed because no one purchased by one of the deadlines inside the launch and you're still waiting for someone to to buy or not as many people clicked by that you thought would click by or maybe you're even getting closer and closer and closer to the due, the due date and you feel so behind this is why Doing this, all the all those kind of swirling emotions, that roller coaster ride, that stuff plays with your brain, and you cannot create effective communication in that state. You cannot make your best decisions in that state. So make it in advance when you're excited about the project, when you're like, "Yes, okay, here's what's happening. Here's what I want to do. Here's my systems," and and that way you use and you kind of harness that energy right at the beginning of your launch um, to get things done. And then when you're really, when you're closing in towards that launch, you should be thinking about nurturing your relationship with the partners who are on your team, promoting your stuff. You shouldn't just, I, I see so many people have partners and then fall off on the bandwagon those last couple of weeks. And so the partners don't even know what's happening. I see tons of people not test things and then find out after they launch that things weren't even active, that they thought were available to their potential customers. So do yourself a favor and map out your launch, okay? So I've done this class before and I'm doing it again. This is what I wanted to tell you about. It is a map your launch class. So at the end of every single year, I do the plan, you know, plan your next 12 months kind of class. This one is specifically about your next launch. So this class is called plan with me, create the launch plan for your best launch ever. And I really do believe that behind every successful launch that I've worked on, there really has been a clear, well-thought-out plan that includes all the elements we talked about today. This was before the product was finished, before the partners were even contacted, before an open cart date was defined, before a team was even assembled. This map and kind of started to form the bones of everything that we did on those launches. So. What I'd like to invite you to is 
is this class. It's my once a year. We do it live. You can certainly buy the course after this little mini workshop course after, but there's something about (laughs) attending. There's something about attending a party or a workshop after it's not live. Um, You'll still get the value out of it, but you won't get a chance to ask the questions. And I love being in a live group training session. So you're going to be joining me and um, a group of other people who are also planning their launches. And I've got a bunch of resources for you as well inside um, that inside this little membership page that you'll receive where you'll get a 30-minute launch plan worksheet. You'll get some example launch scenarios and example calendars. We're going to show you launch templates that you can use for, and you'll actually have access to my Google Sheets. Asana doesn't really allow you to to share like their template, but I will show you how to create your own template. You'll also be able to get my Trello boards for this. I've got how-to videos for each platform, bite-sized trainings, and I've also put together a few bonuses for this that I think you will just love. So first, there's a resource guide for some other pieces of your launch. There's a team training course to hand off to your team as soon as possible. I wasn't planning on putting that in into the mix here, but I decided that I just said, you know what? They need this. And we were we are also going to, I'm going to also give you this working with affiliates mini training. So here's when it's going to happen. It's going to happen live at the end of the month. But if you sign up before, I think, Monday, you're going to, first of all, get access to last year's class and get going on all the materials. But know that we are doing a completely new live class on June 30th. So, I mean, I hope you join that session with me. I love doing live workshops. I think that with all of the overwhelm I hear many of you feeling when it comes to your launches, why I think one of the best cures for overwhelm is just to join an, a group of people who are going through it with you. You guys can hold hands, use the buddy system and get yourself in. So if you want to check that out, I'm I'm put a good little link in the show notes there. It's plan your profitable launch or planning your profitable launch.com. And all you have to do is is head there now and I will give you as much information as you need. You can obviously reach out to me. And I hope at the very least you see though that creating a launch map will actually help you avoid a lot of the heartache that happens when we try to do things last minute, when we try to figure it out on the fly. Uh, Instead, give yourself a break and do this mapping with me. I'm going to be mapping out my first launch of the beta program, which is still not named. So I'm going to have to call it beta until I figure out the name. But you'll see me mapping out my own launch as well. So I can't wait to see you there. Remember, you have until Monday And I don't know what that date is, but you'll see it on the page. And um, that's it. So have a great, great rest of your week. I'll be in touch very soon. And I hope to see you in this launch mapping workshop. I think it's going to be loads of fun. And I'll see you there. Take care.